just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hope your day is going well. I look out my window, I see fucking snow. I live in Minnesota. It's either sub-zero or it's snowing, and I'm getting tired of it. (laughs) It's about time to take a trip someplace warm, if only for a few days, because I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm getting too old to drive in the snow and deal with the sub-zero temperatures. Anyway, this podcast, the Rational Boomer podcast, this particular one will be experimental. Now, That doesn't suggest that the show's going to be any different than any other that you've listened to. It won't be. It'll be the same. Maybe a little shorter, but to be perfectly honest with you, when I start talking, God knows where I'll end up. But I get people contacting me and they say, you should make the podcast longer. God knows why, but they want it longer. And I, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, back in the day when I was a broadcaster and more... um, trained for that type of thing. I could probably talk for two or three hours straight. Not anymore. I go about an hour and I'm pretty much done for a while. I need to rest. So I'm not going to extend the podcast. Besides, that's a big burden to put on to people. If you can spend an hour listening to the podcast, God bless you. But I'm not going to make you do a Joe Rogan thing where I run three to four hours. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. But I wanted to attend to the concerns and the interest of the people that are contacting me. So I thought, well, maybe, just maybe, maybe I'll do an extra podcast. They'll be different than the normal podcast. They won't replace the normal podcast. They'll come just the same way. But in the middle of the day, I'll sit down and do yet another podcast. I thought, what the hell? I can do that. I've been rested from the last one. I did one this morning. I'll do one tomorrow morning. And now I'm going to do this one. We'll see. We'll see how you respond to it. If you like it. If you don't, cool. I'm fine with just doing one a day. But if that's what you want and uh, people want to listen to it, I'm all for taking care of my audience and giving them what they want. So anyway, we'll start this podcast, as we often do, with an email. I tell folks, if you want to contact me with questions, comments, or complaints, or recipes, or whatever the fuck you want to send me, you can do that. You can send me an email directly, rationalboomer at gmail.com, or you can go to... um, Anchor.fm. Look for the Rational Boomer podcast and you can leave me a voicemail. Always anxious to hear from you. And uh, I think your information and knowledge and comments and thoughts are just as important to this show as anything that I might throw out there. So I'm always welcoming to any kind of comments, even if they're negative. I don't care. You have a right to speak your mind. And I will give you that right here on the Rational Boomer podcast. So, I've got an email here, and it comes from a gentleman by the name of Fred. Now, Fred's kind of a serial emailer, and that's fine. I love hearing from you folks, and if Fred's got a lot of ideas, by all means, send them to me. But Fred, i got to tell you, this email was kind of like War and Peace. It's a long one. 
I'm going to read it because it's interesting, but uh, you might want to tighten it up a little bit. I'm kidding. Send me whatever you want. Do it any way you want. So the email starts out, hey, Mike, like you, I'm over the Whoopi Goldberg situation, and I'm completely over it. We've got bigger problems to be concerned about. I think you handled it well. Thank you. However, you were talking about the Holocaust, and that got me thinking about uh, something that's been going on in Illinois where I live. Last Friday, a downstate judge, which is a very conservative area, which is why there's a lawsuit, issued a ruling voiding the school mask mandate, quarantine requirements, etc. Basically, all COVID mitigation. Many school districts, including the one where we live, interpreted the ruling to apply to only the actual children named in the lawsuit. There were about 10 kids on the lawsuit for the local high school. Hence, most of the schools in the area kept the COVID mitigations in place, including masks, for all the children, with the exception of the children (laughs) named as plaintiffs. That sounds like a, a a trick the Republicans would play. Find a loophole and get through it. Now, I'm sure you could imagine how the trump felt about this. Yeah, they weren't going to be happy. They got played uh, from their own book. There is a Facebook group that was originally for getting the kids back to in-person learning, but has since turned into an anti-mask forum. I got to tell you, some of those Facebook groups can get a little ugly. I'm in some Facebook groups that are kind of fun. Old Minnesota, the old neighborhood, those sorts of things. That's kind of fun. But some of these fucking people on Facebook are just crazy. One comment that struck a chord with me was, our country is becoming fascist. This is like Nazi Germany. Pretty soon we're all going to have to get our numbers tattooed on our arms. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I responded by saying that it minimizes the Holocaust when people compare mask mandates to Nazi Germany and disrespects the people who were murdered in the Holocaust. I made certain mention that not only Jews were murdered, but basically anyone who wasn't part of the master race, i.e. gypsies, people with physical and mental disabilities, He says, I believe it was about 20 million. That I didn't know. I knew that they went after people other than uh, the Jews, but I had no idea that it might have been 20 million people. That's even more horrific. Now, when I responded with that, there were a handful of people who doubled down saying that our country is on a slippery slope, just like Germany in the 1930s. Jesus. Fucking Facebook. To which I used a page from the Rational Boomer Playbook. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know if that's going to do you any good. I used the laughing emoji and peppered them with more facts, i.e. there are no Nuremberg laws or the government rounding up of people to segregate them in a ghetto. little snarky. I like that, Fred. At this point, the administrator steps in and warns me about expressing my opinion and attacking others. My only response to her was, well, aren't you going to scold the person who originally made the Holocaust comment? If you don't, you're complacent and uh, comparing genocide to wearing a mask within five minutes. (laughs) I was blocked from the page. Well, I'm not surprised. 
There's one thing the Trump fucks don't like, being hit with facts. You know, they're used to talking above you and louder and longer than you are. But when you hit them with facts, they get nervous because they can't answer it, or they're not smart enough to comprehend what, in fact, you're saying. So they just block you. Uh, because they don't like the competition. They're bullies, so they like to roll over the top of you. Once you decide you're not going to let them do that, well, then they have a fucking problem. But wait, it gets better. The same evening, I was at the gym with my son, and a woman walks in without a mask, which is required in all indoor places in Illinois. Now, the staff of the gym is handling it very well, but she is spouting on about her freedom being taken away and she has a right to work out, blah, blah, blah. I get alongside her and instantly recognize her as the administrator of the Facebook he mentioned earlier. I couldn't resist. I laughed in her face and said, excuse me, I'd like to work out my son. She said, what's so funny? I said, you. Yes, I was about two minutes later, the police show up. Once the police officers just happened to be my nephew, but I didn't say anything as he was on duty. She starts going on about how I verbally assaulted her and I should be arrested. My nephew starts laughing and says, okay, (laughs) ma'am, okay, ma'am, you have a choice. You can either leave or get arrested. She finally leaves while yelling. When she walks out, I give my nephew a hug as we were talking. I see her yelling through the door. My nephew lets us go, and about 30 minutes later, when we're coming out of the gym, I see her in the back of a squad car. My son and I wave to her on the way out. I haven't talked to my nephew about it, but I'm sure it got juicy. Yes, I'm sure it did. In any event, sorry to ramble on so much, but I think it sums up the Trump in our country. I know you said you don't know a ton about the Holocaust, but I'm curious what you think about people comparing mitigation strategies to Nazi Germany. The second part was more for your enjoyment, but if you want to read it on the podcast, feel free. As always, keep up the good work and take care, dude. Best, Fred. Of course I'm reading it. I'm reading anything anybody sends me, unless it's absolutely ridiculous or potentially illegal. I won't read that shit. But that's that's a good story, and it's all too common these days. That's what these people do. And it's going to get me to uh, uh, another story that's kind of tied to that very same thing. But this is what Trump LaFucks do. They can't help but try to throw something in your face. They want that argument. They want to bully you. They want to talk louder and longer and roll over the top of you. Sounds like Fred's not allowing it. I know I won't allow it, and none of you should allow it. They don't get to say whatever they want. They need to address the facts, and they don't like addressing the facts. In fact, it makes them nervous. And then you know what they do? They do exactly what that woman did to Fred. They play the victim and said, why are you being so mean to me? Why are you yelling at me? (laughs) Even though he's not yelling, he's just giving facts. They can't stand being wrong. They refuse to admit they're wrong. And they will double down, triple down, quadruple down. They will never give up. That's why I've said before, it really doesn't pay to argue with them too much because 
you can't get anywhere with him. Now, this was a different circumstances. You were in an event, you were in a public building, and she had a requirement to wear a mask, and she didn't. And this is happening all the time. If you watch TikTok or you talk to some other people who work in retail outlets, even my wife working at the airport with the airline, there are still people coming in. Now, if you walk into an airport, any fucking airport, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask on the plane. You got to wear a mask till you leave the airport on the other end. But there are still people that want to push the issue. This isn't fucking new. This has been going on for two years, so don't tell me you don't know. You're specifically trying to cause trouble. Now, you'll keep spouting off about the fact that you have legal rights to not wear a mask. The Constitution guarantees it. I've talked about this before. And the fact is, no, the Constitution does not guarantee it. It guarantees you the government won't can't make you do certain things, but private companies can do whatever they want. It's their company. They have a choice. In fact, Republicans are the ones that are usually spouting off about how businesses should be able to do what they want. Remember when that uh, gay couple wanted the, the uh, wedding cake and the guy didn't want to do it? Oh, they were up in arms about that. That business should be able to demand anything and restrict anything. But now the masks come along and they have a whole different attitude. See, it's not about the rule of law or justice at all. It's about what moves my agenda forward because I'm the only one that matters. I'm more important than you and everybody else, and I should get to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. And unfortunately, they have to learn a lesson because that is not true. That is just not fucking true. You don't get to do that. Now, it's interesting. We're seeing across the country that people are pulling down the mask mandates and even the vaccination card mandates. And I got to be honest with you, at some point we have to do it. Now, I don't like masks. I don't like having to show my vaccination card, but I will do it if I'm required to. I don't like it, but there's a lot of things in life I don't like. There are a lot of mandates in this country. Got to wear a seatbelt. Got to wear a helmet. Got to do a lot of things. Got to get a license to drive. So to a certain extent, we're always going to have to deal with mandates. You just don't like the mask and the vaccination because it's so politically charged. And the only reason it's politically charged is because the Republicans made it that way. They told you the vaccination was bad, and it's not. It's actually very effective. Somebody once said to me recently, they said, well, you got the vaccination, but, but uh, COVID is still running rampant. The Omicron is all over the place. Yes, that's true. But here's an interesting note. It's only running rampant in those people that aren't vaccinated. Can you put one and one together and figure out what the answer to cutting back on Omicron would be? Get everybody vaccinated. But you're so caught up in the political aspects of it, you refuse to fucking do it. So I don't feel sorry for you. But we're at this point where Omicron and COVID is starting to fall off. And we knew that Omicron was going to be more infectious and quicker than what we've seen with Delta and COVID. But we also knew that the effects would be more mild 
and they would go away pretty quickly. We saw that in South Africa, where we thought it started. It was actually in Europe. We're seeing uh, Omicron starting to fall off there. So people are feeling like they're seeing the end of the at the light of the, uh, the the light at the end of the tunnel and and maybe we are hopefully we are so people are anxious to get the mask off and not have the vaccine mandate and uh, cdc is saying well not yet we should be careful now i don't know if that's right or not but let's be honest everything that cdc has told us about this has actually come true what do we've had three or four surges just when things start looking good and looking like we're going to open up again, another variant comes through. Now, I don't know if there's another variant uh, ramping up that's going to hit us. I know there was another Omicron variant. It was equally as mild as uh, the first Omicron. (laughs) But believe it or not, it was even more infectious than a highly infectious Omicron 1. So I don't know what's going to come of that. I haven't heard much about the second variant of the Omicron virus. But uh, at this point, things are looking better. Ultimately, they do have to take off the mandates. There has to be a point in time when we get back to normal. And to be perfectly honest with you, the faster we get back to normal and the faster this COVID-19 thing fades away and at least gets to a point where it's manageable, it'll be a big plus for the Democrats. Who's ever sitting in control when COVID ends, they will get credit. And Democrats truly need some credit for this COVID thing. And they deserve credit. I mean, Joe Biden's the one that got all these uh, vaccines disseminated and distributed. People will say, well, Donald Trump got the vaccine going. Yeah, he did. But when Joe Biden took office, what what was there, like seven or or eight million that were distributed? That wasn't going to do any good. Since Joe Biden's been in office, now we have well over 200 million uh, distributed. So you can have the vaccine, but if you don't do anything with it, it's of no use to anybody. And let's be honest, Donald Trump is known for doing nothing. The fact that he did nothing at the start of COVID is the main reason why we are here today and there are 900,000 people dead. Had he done what he was supposed to do, I think one doctor suggested that maybe 100,000 people would have died. That would have been tragic in its own right, but the fact of the matter is it would have been a hell of a lot better and a hell of a lot less damaging to this country had that happened. But uh, Donald Trump refuses to admit that he's at fault. I get this all the time from uh, commenters on my posts. Oh, so it's all Donald Trump's fault. Fucking right, it's Donald Trump's fault. I mean, if your house is on fire and the fire department gets there in two minutes but does nothing and the house burns to the ground, whose fault is that? The fire department was there to put it out. They refused to do it, and the house burned to the ground because they did nothing. That's essentially what happened with COVID and the Trump administration. They did fucking nothing. In fact, they did everything they could to make it worse. And that's exactly what happened. So all the effects of COVID on the economy, on jobs, on whatever, Donald Trump has to take responsibility for it. Because had he done his job in the first place, none of that shit would have happened. 
And none of these people would be having to cry and whine about vaccination mandates and mask mandates. That never would have occurred. It would have been handled, taken care of it, and we would have been out of it a year and a half ago. But no, Donald Trump did it, so he's at fault, and uh, he carries all the weight of the guilt in this thing. Definitely carries the fault. And if there's any Republicans out there that disagree with me, I'd be happy to debate it with you. But I don't think we get many Republicans coming to the Rational Boomer podcast, so uh, I'll just say fuck off because I don't like you. I don't want to debate with you because you're too stupid. You're too stupid to sit down and debate with. And we'll talk about some stupidity in the next break. So let's do that. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Well, these dreaded vaccine mandates and mask mandates are wreaking havoc outside the country as well, in Canada. You no doubt have been hearing about this. I haven't talked about it much because there's just so much other shit and I don't care until it really affects America. Now, I know I've got some listeners up in Canada. I apologize. I should have been talking about this before because it is having a direct impact on uh, Canada and, of course, the United States. And what I'm talking about is this trucker blockade coming from Canada into the United States. I believe they're coming, they're blocking bridges in Windsor to come across into Michigan. I've been to Windsor, great town. I went to a casino there years and years ago. Cool town. I liked it. But these truckers are sick and tired of the vaccine and mask mandates, and they come into play quite a bit when they come to the border, and they don't believe in it. So what they've done is they've parked trucks blocking that bridge so nobody can get through. And while they're blocking that bridge and people aren't getting through, that's bad enough, but we're getting trucks not getting into America which means products for the auto industry or other industries. This is just adding to our supply chain problems. Uh, and they're, they're, they're being caused by humans that are pouting about having to have vaccine and mask mandates. You have to assume that these are all Trumplifucks, just pouting and crying because they have to put on a mask or get a vaccination for a disease that might kill them. Excuse me, I'm fucking sorry. I want to save your life. But that's what they're doing. They're blocking this bridge. Nothing is getting through. The supply chain is affected because all these trucks have products that were intended to come to the United States. So what's the answer? I know Justin Trudeau, the leader of Canada, is frustrated by it. The government is frustrated by it. The people in the country are frustrated by it. And now people in America are getting frustrated because there are products that they need and now can't get. So again, prices go up because we have the supply chain problem, and this is causing quite a mess. And now it's not necessarily just going to be coming from Canada to the United States. 
We're now hearing talk of similar blockades down in the Southern California area, particularly down in Los Angeles, with the intent of impacting the Super Bowl. These people know the points where they're going to do the most damage, and that's what they're going to do. And why are they doing it? As I said, they're fucking pouting because they have vaccine mandates and mask mandates. This is all they seem to think they can do. They're so upset about having to get a shot or wear a mask that they will shut down commerce coming from Canada and down in Los Angeles and who knows where else. I mean, this idea will probably spread throughout the country. And, uh, you know, the truckers have always said that they could paralyze this country if they just stopped working. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. The truckers stopped working. It would have a serious impact on this country. They do have that kind of power. And I respect most truckers. I know truckers. I used to be in a business where I'd hire truckers daily. So I know a lot of truckers. And I have respect for them. I I tell you what, I wouldn't want that job. That's a tough job. So I appreciate the fact that those that do the trucking in this country are there to do it. Because I wouldn't. It's too hard. But now we have a faction of those truckers, because not all truckers are Trumplefucks or afraid of masks or vaccine mandates. But there's enough of them that do that can cause all kind of turmoil for Canada, the border with America, and in America for that matter. And that's their intent. They want to disrupt things so that they can make their point and force Justin Trudeau or Joe Biden for that matter to take off the mask and the vaccine mandates. Well, we're getting to that point. Here's the interesting thing. We're getting to that point where those mandates are starting to come off. In my own state of Minnesota, I believe they took off the mask mandates and maybe even the vaccine mandates when it comes to restaurants and retail and that sort of thing. So there is no more. Minneapolis was, uh, if you go into Minneapolis proper, There is a lot of uh, necessary masking when you go into restaurants and such. Out in the suburbs here, not a problem. I don't have to wear a mask. And frankly, I won't wear a mask unless I have to. But if I'm asked to, you can bet I will put it on because that's the least I can do. So just because of these mandates, we've got truckers coming from Canada to the U.S., now truckers in the U.S., doing what they can do to gum up the system. Uh, inflict pain on Americans and American business because they're pouting about having to get vaccinated and wear masks. Now, the people in Canada are getting pretty frustrated about this thing, and they're talking about the prospect of uh, moving these trucks, even if they have to use force. I'd hate to see that. But you talk to some of these truckers. I've seen them on the news, and they said, I'd give my life because I'm fighting for my um, individuality. I'm fighting for my rights. And here's the thing. You're not fighting for your rights. In fact, these people in Canada are saying, we're fighting for all mandates. Really? Really? You're talking about every mandate that you have to deal with. You want them gone. How about the seatbelt mandate? How about the weight limit mandate on your fucking truck? Those aren't going to go away. And you weren't bitching about them. It's just the mask and the vaccination. Well, 
it's a tough situation. I mean, Canada needs to get this resolved. But you got to understand, these truckers, too, are not making any money while they're doing this. They're not making any money at all. And they're also making some enemies. Um, I don't know if these are all independent people, if they work for other trucking companies or what have you. But this action is going to impact them for the rest of their life and probably not positively. But see, like the insurrectionists, they think they're heroes. They think they're doing the job to save their country. And they're not. This is all part of this brainwashing that the Republicans have been doling out for four years, making them believe things that aren't true, and then they end up paying a price. The government and the right-side media don't pay a price at all. All they do is get people worked up and pay attention to them. But I feel sorry for these truckers. They probably aren't going to win this one. And they're probably going to lose a lot of money, if not jobs in general. I mean, if I'm, when, when I was in business and I put together a deal, I had a seller, I had a buyer, then I called a trucking company, looked who had the best prices, and I said, I need you to pick this load up at this spot and bring it to that spot. Now, as a businessman, I had occasion to have trucking companies that were slow or inept and I never use them again. So if I've got product on those trucks right now that are supposed to be here now, and I don't have them, and it affects my business, you bet your ass I'm never going to hire those people again. I don't care what their reason for it is. I'm trying to run a business. I need product. If you can't get me the product, if you're too busy protesting and pouting, well, fuck you. I'm not going to hire you again. We're already having problems with the trucking industry. There's not a tr enough truck drivers. In fact, Joe Biden's made it that 18-year-olds can drive trucks now, which I think is crazy. Those trucks are deadly weapons if they're driven by the wrong people. If the maintenance isn't done on the truck and the guy doesn't know what he's doing, they can literally take out an entire family. I've seen it done. Something goes wrong with the truck or the driver does something crazy, it tips over and all of a sudden, anybody next to him is dead. It's a dangerous business, absolutely dangerous business. But it's also a business where you have to be able to count on people to do what they're supposed to do. And I can guarantee you for every mad trucker sitting on the bridge coming from Windsor, Ontario, all the way to uh, the United States, there are a bunch of businesses really fucking pissed off. They paid them. They counted on them coming across, and they didn't. There's going to be a lot of people who lose business out of this, but they're the patriots, right? Well, they're not very smart, and uh, we'll see how this ends up. They're going to have to do some things, and uh, I don't know what exactly, but we'll watch it closely, and we'll see if these truckers somehow upend what's going on with the Super Bowl. And let's be honest, the Super Bowl is secondary to anything else going on in this country. That said, I kind of like Joe Burrows and the Bengals. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, the House Select Committee now says 
that there is evidence that Donald Trump made and took phone calls on January 6th. Well, of course he did. He's president. There's an insurrection going on. He made calls. He took calls. In fact, we know for a fact that Donald Trump spoke to Jim Jordan on the morning of January 6th. But the January 6th committee also has the uh, official White House call log from that day. And guess what? There's a lot of spaces in that call log. A lot of calls that uh, we know Trump made don't show up in the call log. What do you think that is? An internet glitch? Some kind of government snafu? (laughs) No, that's not what it fucking is. It's a fucking cover-up. Everything Donald Trump is a cover-up. Delay the information coming out. Don't testify. Go to court. Lose in court. Go to court again. Everything Donald Trump is a cover-up, mainly because everything he does is fucking criminal. It's criminal or it's incompetent. And sometimes you can put those two things together. Incompetent criminality. He's like the... uh, The Trump administration is kind of like the gang who couldn't shoot straight, or as I've said before, the apple dumpling gang. They think they're tough guys. They think they're smart guys, but uh, they aren't that smart. See, here's the thing. The House Select Committee has this call log, and there's all these spaces in it where there are no calls coming or going from Donald Trump. But they know they were made. They've got evidence of that. So clearly, this is a cover-up. And we know what happens with cover-ups. Cover-ups tend to be more damaging than the crime itself. And leave it to Donald Trump to try to cover up and do it fucking badly. And that is not going to help him at all. It's not going to work. Donald Trump is going to get nailed on this. And let's be perfectly honest, Donald Trump has all kinds of investigations going on. I'm still getting these people, well, I don't care, nothing will ever happen to him, nothing ever happens to him. Fuck you. I'm tired of that. I've said this before. These fatalistic attitudes from people. Oh, nothing's going to happen to him. Let's be perfectly honest. A lot has happened and more will happen. What has gone on the last four years, five years, has been so egregious, so blatant, that things will have to be done. There's several jurisdictions looking at indicting Donald Trump. You can't balance them all. You can't delay them all. And Donald Trump is in a problem right now because he has no more power. He doesn't even have social media. He has to send out a shitty press release. So don't tell me nothing's happened to Donald Trump. Plenty has happened to Donald Trump. Not as much as you may like. I know you want him in handcuffs and carted off to jail. That may or may not happen. But when this is said and done, enough will happen to Donald Trump that he will be destroyed financially. Um, His company will be gone. He will be a joke in this country. He will be the butt of jokes for decades to come. Kind of like Richard Nixon was for we boomers. We always made jokes about Nixon and having to resign. Well, Nixon doesn't have a thing on Donald Trump because Nixon wasn't stupid. He was a criminal, but he wasn't stupid. Donald Trump is a criminal. He's incompetent and he is oh so stupid.
And so because of that, when this is all said and done, people will look back at this and go, Jesus Christ, how did that ever happen? And all the people connected with him will go down with him. There's no question. Now, whether he ends up in jail or just absolutely destroyed financially and personally, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Donald Trump needs to be accountable, and whatever way that occurs, I will be happy. But we've got a lot of investigations and a lot of problems for Donald Trump and his administration. Trust, there are going to be some indictments. There has to be indictments. You can't let these egregious crimes go. Otherwise, you're just inviting it to be repeated down the road. Everybody knows that, and they may walk softly when they get this done. But trust me, there will be indictments, there will be court cases, and there will be convictions. We'll see what happens to Donald Trump, but when it's all said and done, he will be far worse for wear, and he will not be in the equation for 2024 or anything else. Just by virtue of uh, destroying these documents, he may have disqualified himself from actually running for any kind of office, let alone the presidency again. Let's keep our fingers crossed about that one. Now, I wanted to talk about one other thing before we wrap things up here on the uh, experimental Rational Boomer podcast. I want to talk about the Winter Olympics. Now, if you've been watching the Winter Olympics, you've no doubt seen the leaderboard. And on the leaderboard, you'll see the USA, China, France, whoever. Okay, But you're also seeing something that says ROC. And some of you may be asking, what the hell is that? What is ROC? And ROC means Russian Olympic Committee. Now, you probably ask, why would they have that as opposed to just Russia? Well, here's what you got to understand about Russia. A Russia, Russia is, has a significant history in government-sanctioned doping of their athletes. I mean, they did it all the time. It seems like every Olympics, they get busted for athlete doping. And then it came down to the point where the Olympic Committee, the uh, the International Olympic Committee, just banned them from competing. So Russia's out, right? No. No, they're not out because, see, what they did, they created another group. And they called it the Russian Olympic Committee. Now, if they have anybody who is winning something or getting a medal, they can't wave the Russian flag because they're banned. They can't play the Russian national anthem. But somehow they can still funnel the very same dope-infested athletes through that channel. So they banned them from competing in the Olympics, but they're frankly still competing in the Olympics. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's as if uh, some guy starts a business and calls it Bob's Drug House. (laughs) Then he gets busted by the cops. So what's Bob do? Does he quit, give up? Oh, fuck no. What he does is he started another business. This time he calls it Steve's Drug House. I mean, it's it's fucking absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, I mean, that's what the Russians do. The Russians cheat and lie. I mean, you'd almost think they were Republicans. Well, in fact, it sounds like the Republicans and uh, 
Russians are pretty much the same anyway. In fact, we know the Russians helped the Republicans win elections, especially 2016. They tried in 2020, but those fucking Russians failed. Failed big time. Now, the reason I bring this up is because of another story that's tied to this whole thing. There is supposed to be a medal ceremony for a women's skating competition. But they have delayed it. They haven't done it yet because they got a problem. They've got a Russian skater, a female Russian skater, um, who is a minor, by the way. She's 15 years old. And she was tested positive for an illegal drug enhancement chemical in her body. Now, this 15-year-old girl probably doesn't even know that she took it. These people are running these people through the mill, shooting them up with whatever, and she's trusting her government to do the right thing. Well, it's the Russians, so of course they're not going to do the right thing. So this poor girl, who is an absolute prodigy, probably the greatest female skater in the world today, she would have gotten a gold medal. But she may not get any medal because she tested positive for an illegal drug. Thank you, fucking ROC. Thank you, Vlad Putin, you pieces of shit. So we're waiting to see what happens. It seems like Russians never learn. I heard uh, a point made recently that in each of the last four Olympics, somebody on the Russian team, was found to have illegal drugs in their system. They get banned from the Olympics. They find a loophole to get back in, but they still keep using these enhancement drugs to try to win fucking medals. When do they learn? Now what they should do if they find out this poor girl has this drug in her system, and it sounds like she does, now they should ban the ROC. So what are they going to do next? They'll come up with a different name, different group, and still funnel those same fucking athletes after giving them drugs through that portal. I don't know. It's a frustrating thing, and and, and I'll be honest with you. There was a time when I was really hyped up about the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics, both winter and uh, summer. But I'm at a point now, I've gotten to be such an age where I just don't give a shit. I mean, if it's on, I'll sit back and watch the skiing or watch the hockey. But I just don't care. I'm not, I haven't bought into it. And it's because of all this ridiculous shit that's going on. I have the same feeling about pro sports. I can't watch a full NFL game. And that used to be my thing. I loved it more than anything. But there's so much ridiculousness going on in the sports world that it's hard to give up my time to watch a full game. I mean, a NFL game could be three hours. I could put two hours into the Olympics. I could be putting my time to better use, like doing an extra podcast or something like that. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see what's done here with this girl. And uh, and it's a sad thing that she She's a tremendous athlete and probably the greatest female skater in the world. But she may not get a medal this time around by virtue of what her government did to her, probably unbeknownst to her. 
I'll be watching the Olympics to see what happens with this situation. If I see a hockey game, I'll probably watch that. But uh, other than that, it really doesn't interest me anymore. There's so much bullshit going on in this country, it's hard to keep up. And if I'm going to keep doing the podcast and keep doing TikToks, I need to keep up for you folks. So I'll be focusing on those things. All right, let's wrap up the rush. Uh, wrap up the rush hour. You know where that came from? <laughs> it came from back when I used to do traffic reports. I would say it all the time. I'd say, all right, last report, we're wrapping up the rush hour. Well, we might be wrapping up the rush hour. What time is it here? It's about rush hour time here now as I'm recording it. But we're going to wrap up the Rational Boomer podcast. I'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll have yet another podcast. This is an extra podcast. So let me know what you think. Is there a use for a second podcast in one day? If not, I don't have to do it. But if you like it and you want to use it and you want to listen to it, I'm happy to do it for you. All right. You have a great day and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.